0: Differences can lead to painful incompatibilities. But differences can also lead to all kinds of healthy compatibilities which lead to all kinds of positive things. It's tempting when we're suffering as a result of many of the differences that are incompatible between ourselves and other people, to tell ourselves the story that if the world was full of just people who are like us, there would be no more problems in the world. For this reason, it's really important to do an awareness exercise that shows you your positives and negatives, your weaknesses and your strengths, and also the many dangers that can come as a result of having no counter energies to your own perspectives and to your own values and to your own character traits. When this is the case, there's an awareness exercise that I love to do with people. It's called the My Planet Game. This exercise, though being a major challenge to your ego, is also a lot of fun. To play this game, I want you to imagine that you have your own planet or environment or place, right? Your own area (laughs) where people are exactly like you. People with the same values, same priorities, same interests, same likes and dislikes, same perspectives and opinions, same personality, same strengths, same weaknesses, etc. Some people who do this exercise like to imagine that in the near future, there's a mass migration on the planet Earth, whereby every group of people that are the same migrate to one area on Earth. And then you look at what that area would be like and what the culture would be like. So essentially, the game is to look at what your world would be like, what society within that world would be like if everyone was just like you. To play this game correctly, you're gonna have to be really, really honest about yourself. I'm gonna remind you that this is not a game that you're playing, which is, if I had a planet, how would I want that planet to be? It's not about what you want. It's about what it would be like. So, given your personality, given your values, given your strengths and weaknesses, likes and dislikes, whatever, what's the reality of what that planet would be like? That may reflect something you like, and want, it may reflect something you don't really like and don't really want. Because this exercise is not about what world or planet you would like it to be like or want it to be like, it's about the reality of what the planet would be like if it was a planet made up of only people who like you, it's a really good idea to play with other people. Because they can give you an accurate reflection and chime in about what a planet of only people like you would actually be like. For this reason also, it's important to play with the people who know you really well and the people who are going to be brutally honest. Because this is not a validation exercise. This is an exercise in really taking a look at yourself. When you play this game, you can consider things like the following. What kind of terrain or landscape is your planet comprised of? What is the weather like? What kind of dwellings do your people live in? And what building materials are they made of? What kind of buildings are there on your planet, if any? And how are they organized or placed? If the people who are like you were their own race or species, what would the people look like? How tall or short are they? How human-like are they? What are their eyes like? What color is their skin? Describe your people. What is the personality and character of the people on your planet like? And how does that affect the way people interact and live on your planet? What do people wear on your planet, if anything? What kind of sounds are there on your planet? Is there any music that is played on your planet, if any? What kinds of smells are there on your planet? What is the dynamic between men and women on your planet? Are there any differences between them? Do they have a different place or role in society? What is the process of reproduction like on your planet? Do people live alone or together? Do the people form monogamous bonds of marriage? If not, what type of relationships do you see between people? What is sex like on your planet? How do people spend their time on your planet? What are the top five values of the people on your planet in order of priority? And how does that affect the way that people spend their time and also the way that society itself is organized? What fulfills and motivates the people on your planet? What type of government or rule system exists on your planet? How is conflict between individuals handled on your planet? What kind of animal life inhabits the planet and what does the relationship between people and the animals look like? Are there pets? What kind of plant life inhabits the planet and what does the relationship between the people and the plant life look like? What is the mineral life like on your planet, if any? And what is the relationship between the people and the minerals like? What do people eat? How do they get it? How is it grown or made? What is their relationship to the food that they eat? What type of work, hobbies or sports do the people on your planet have? Are there any social gatherings? If so, what do they look like and when do they happen? And what purpose do they serve? What types of transportation are used on your planet? How do people on your planet communicate? What languages do they speak, if any? What is the hierarchical structure of society? Is there one? Is there any spiritual or religious element to your planet? If so, what does it look like? What is the system of economy or trade on your planet? How do people go about getting what they need? Are there any holidays or specific traditions on your planet? What is the main fuel source on your planet? What is the biggest source of stress on your planet? How long do the people on your planet live and how do they die? What is the greatest threat to your planet? What about the culture or society on your planet is the best? What about your culture and society is the worst? What about your culture and society could bring about it's own downfall? What things of value could you offer to other planets with other cultures? Do people stay on your planet and in their own area or do they explore other planets and cultures and places? How progressive is your planet or does it stay the same across generations? What is the technology on your planet like, if any? And what is the relationship between the people and the technology like? How does your planet get along with or interact with other planets and the cultures and resources to be found there? What's the attitude towards outsiders? Or does your planet and people keep to itself? Relative to each one of these answers you give about what your planet would be like, it's very important to also answer why. Why is it this way? Or why is my answer for what my planet would be like this thing? Or why are the people that I'm playing this game with answering this question or this item in this way? Any question you can come up with that enhances your awareness of what this planet would be like or that makes it more elaborate is just gonna add to the awareness exercise. So any questions you want to ask yourself or ask another person about what their planet would be like, Go ahead and add it to this list, I've just given you a template. So that you can understand how this game goes, I'm gonna have two different people come up here, and one by one, they're gonna tell you how their planet would be if it was comprised of only people that were like them.
1: If there was a culture of people only like me, Corinna, it will be a planet full of warriors. The nature it will be Amazonian-like, lush and beautiful. However, the climate will be rather cold. We live in open, small houses. that are functional and natural elements are incorporated with the houses. It is common that a house is built around a tree so that a tree is both inside and outside The home. They are separate dwellings close to one another. The only other building we have besides homes are venues for gatherings and venues for sport. The culture will be quite similar to the Amazons that Wonder Woman come from. It is all about capability. In order of importance, our values are Capability, strength, mastery, camaraderie, and sport. There will be every kind of deadly war sport imaginable played on the planet. It will be a matriarchal society. We speak only one language and all of us communicate a lot. And the conflicts we can't talk out, we solve by physical fighting. It smells like mud, dirt, and blood on my planet. There is no music unless it is intentional for war sport. There are nature sounds all around us, especially primal animal noises. We spend all of our time mastering skills in getting better at our specific role within society. There is no art without a purpose on our planet, such as a design for armor so as to enhance the effectiveness of the armor. There is a clear and strict but fair hierarchy based off of women proving themselves in order to hold the power. There are meetings to decide things, but the person with the highest rank still gets the final say every individual can bring their desires to the table and speak for them. You can make a case for yourself, but those higher up in the hierarchy can make the decision. Men have lower status than women. They would exist to do the woman's bidding and to pleasure them, but they would be happy that their life purpose is to serve the woman. Sex would be primal, and the woman would both initiate and dominate the man sexually. There are certain roles in the culture, so based on your natural talents and desires and societal agreement, a certain woman may be granted the right to bear a child. And if this is the case, a certain male is selected and the intentional breeding takes place. The mother is responsible for the child. But the child belongs to the society and a child's development is guided by everyone in society. All the humans on the planet would be very tall. The woman would wear armor made out of steel and metal. The man would wear simple linen. Our bodies could take bullets without being killed by them we will be preoccupied with our survival. It wouldn't be a spiritual, esoteric, or superstitious culture. We're all physically oriented. there would be no holidays, no off or leisure time. Our fulfillment would come only from work and purpose, which we dedicate every second of every day to. We're all dedicated to becoming better and better and better and competing with one another and see how good we are. Animals would exist. Riding on animals and walking is how we would get around. But only big predatory animals and mystical ones like dragons and lions with wings would exist. And we must tame them and write them, or we would die. There would be no technology. And if I'm honest, even though I'm vegan, going just off of my personality, it would be a culture that would both hunt and gather, and we would eat and use literally all parts of anything that we would hunt and gather. The main fuel source on our planet would be manpower. We didn't harness anything like the sun or coal or anything else. It's a primitive culture in many ways, but we're all very intelligent, otherwise we wouldn't survive. Our technology is simple and very physical, like a way more powerful version of the technology that existed in the 1500s, but very powerful. We would live in harmony with any one of us that deserved respect because they earned it. We would be a culture that is likely to start a war with other planets and cultures for fun. And we would also win that war. It is possible that people reach the age of 100, but only the very best. If someone gets sick or injured, but they do have the will to live, we do caretake them with holistic medicine. We could offer other cultures structure, skills, superior products, fighting skills, and military backup for wars. Outsiders have to prove themselves to gain our trust. We're open to them, but guarded. We only travel to other cultures if we need them to accomplish an aim for us or if we want to start a war for fun. The main problem with my planet is that it is harsh. We're constantly competing and fighting and we have to prove ourselves every single day. So there's no real security in our society. The best thing about my planet is that everything is very clear and straightforward and honorable. We have a great sense of purpose.
2: If there were only a culture of people like me Tristan, we would live up in the clouds, isolated from all other cultures. Individuals from other cultures sometimes are granted access to our society for the purpose of sanctuary, rejuvenation, and healing. It is cold, but we keep the interior of our cities the perfect temperature and humidity for physical health. The weather doesn't really change. Within the land of clouds, there's a single strand underneath that connects to the earth. We would only go down to the ground if there was something that we absolutely needed, and only of the few of us that are adventurers that would be brave enough to do that would go down. We would make our buildings out of translucent substances not found on earth. We are small people, fragile and thin-boned, fairy-like, pale skin, slanted eyes that come in all different colors, hair that comes in all different colors. We wear flowing silks made out of organic materials. The sound of heart music is playing softly in the background from sun up until the sun goes down. The cities are full of calming smells of flowers like lavender, rose, and orange jasmine. We live in apartments within a palace called Sky City. They're delicate and beautiful. Almost everything is pastel and aesthetic, from the decor to the food. Every building has silk curtains that flow in the wind and through the pillars. Crystals are everywhere and we talk to them. We live in symbiosis with them. We care a great deal about well-being and nurturing our body, emotions, mind, and spirit. We have the most elaborate spas in the entire universe. Everyone eats raw vegan. We grow our food in hay and gardens that are everywhere in our cities. We turn whatever dish in, that we are eating into a beautiful, intricate work of art. Birds and cats are the main animal inhabitants in our sky cities. There are many predatory animals in our world that people hide from, which is one of the reasons why we went up into the clouds. Wings and walking are our main form of transportation. We invented wings that can strap onto ourselves if we want to go anywhere. But we stay inside most of the time and admire the view. There is no system of governing. All of us are like a school of fish in that there is no disagreement. And that there's a connection to what is best for all. There's almost no conflict, and if there is, each of us talks ourselves out of it so that there is alignment. Men and women live separately and are equal. They live separate lives except for specific times in the week where they come together. Sex can only take place on certain days of the year in alignment with the cycles of the universe. Regarding conception, the men and women pair off into different rooms in a specific part of the palace, In a specific time when the astrology is in a certain arrangement as to allow for a spirit to come through us into the physical. The man chooses a woman that he knows he is a match to. There is no such thing as two men wanting the same woman. He leads her into the chamber with the intention of making love to her and being open to the universe creating conception. If a pregnancy does occur, a squid-like being lands onto the stomach of the mother and tells the society, what the child will be like, and what its purpose will be. The child is born in a dark, intimate room, with only the man and the woman present. Unless there is trouble, in which case a midwife enters the room. Since the personality and purpose of the child is known before birth, their entire upbringing is already decided upon, and the responsibility of both parents is to carry it out. The way that people learn on the planet is through a system of mentorship. Every second of our lives is lived with spirituality in mind. It is a culture where the non-physical and physical come together. We are studiers of the cosmos. Almost everyone is an artist. Our fuel source is magic cosmic energy. Our top values are spirituality, beauty, health, serenity, and duty. We all tend to be very reserved and serious. There is a sadness to each of us. But we don't know exactly why it is there. Even though we are serious about duty, it is important that no one is forcing themselves to do anything and so we take time to nourish and nurture ourselves if we need to. My planet is always at risk of attack because it is defenseless and is the most unrelatable to others. We can offer other cultures an awareness about the universe, cosmos, revolutionary health treatments, artisan goods, rejuvenation, rehabilitation, and our famous spas. The main problem with my planet is that we are frail, ungrounded, isolated, closed off, passive, not very driven, and everything is predetermined. The best part about my planet is that we are in tune with everything around us. We are deliberate, everything is beautiful, everyone is healthy, and there is no conflict. Reflect upon
0: the outcome of this game once you have played it. How do you feel? about the outcome. I want you to ask yourself questions like these. What does it tell you about yourself? What does it tell you about the way that you come across to other people? What does it tell you about your own character traits? Your perspectives? Your values? Your positives and negatives? Your strengths and weaknesses? What you possess and what you lack? And what is the danger of there being no counter-energies to your own dominant character traits? Where is the imbalance? Can you identify what differences or different kinds of people you may need to be around in order to be healthy and happy? Having done this exercise, what do you appreciate about yourself the most? And is there anything you want to change about yourself? In order for humanity to become truly healthy, humanity would do well to borrow from and become the very best of every culture. Imagine a humanity that has the affection of the Brazilians, with the precision of the Germans, with the passion of the Italians, with the enterprise of the Americans, and so on and so forth, including all cultures that exist on the planet. If we get into reality about the compatibilities and incompatibilities, we can create an arrangement between us that is the exalted form of the integration of our differences. The same goes for the more microcosmic level of individual people and the way their differences enrich each other's lives. Having done this exercise and having found out more about yourself, how do you enrich other people's lives? And how do they enrich yours? Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to my channel and consider sharing this video with your friends. You can also click on the bell icon to be notified of the next time that I post a video. I want to thank you personally for the bravery that you have to step into awareness. I'll see you in the next video.